Keep your face to the sunshine and you cannot see the shadow. Helen Keller Welcome back to all my beautiful listeners. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of Candy Coffee Combos. I have to start off by thanking everyone for all of your positive feedback on my previous podcast. I truly appreciate all of you from the bottom of my heart for your time, for your support, and helpful feedback. Several of you were able to relate to some of the thoughts I shared regarding the false societal pressure, including that of social media, and dictating what an ideal life and even what an ideal human being is supposed to be. Luckily, many of us are pushing past these lies and refusing to conform to such unrealistic representations on what our lives are supposed to be. Thankfully, more and more people are choosing to own their truth and enjoy the awesomeness of their individuality and uniqueness. Today, I wanted to change gears a little bit and discuss how to keep positive when facing so-called negative experiences in our lives. I, for one, can speak on facing challenging moments and the darker emotions that come from those experiences based on my own journey thus far. Like most people, my story is full of ups and downs, some in-betweens, others not so great, and a whole lot of what the hell was that. The older I get, the more I have realized how important it is to try and keep a positive outlook as I continue to manifest the goals that I have for my life. Believe me, I know all too well that maintaining a positive outlook day in and day out is not always easy. There are so many external variables that we cannot always predict nor control. So let's focus on the one thing we can control in our pursuit towards a happier existence. Would you like to know what that is? Something tells me that you already know. That's right. The only thing you can control when it comes to being a more positive person is yourself. So that begs the question, how do we keep positive when life feels negative? It all starts by changing your perspective and realizing that oftentimes what you may perceive as bad luck or a problem in your life is actually a blessing in disguise. Here's a real example of just exactly what I mean. Many years ago, I ended up at a job where I was extremely unhappy. I mean, until this very day, that must have been the worst work-related experience of my life. I won't be focusing on all the details of that today, but I wanted to make the point that my personal life at the time was also miserable. Looking back on things, I now know that how I was feeling outside of work spilled over into the professional part of my life and I attracted the job from hell, as I often call it. I was only there for one year, and once I shook myself off and moved on with my career, I changed work sectors, and I have been much happier ever since. No, things are not perfect today, but they are definitely a lot better and rewarding than where I used to be. Eventually, I also made big changes in my personal life as well. Because of those darker times, I now know what I will not put up with ever again at a job or in my relationships with people. And that to me is priceless. So I can proudly say 
that I'm thankful for those negative experiences because they made me more positive today. So while everything worked out in the end, I will never forget how difficult that time in my life was. I now would like to share six tips and recommendations that seem to do the trick for me. These are my go-to practices in no particular order when I'm feeling down and need to raise my vibrations. Keep in mind that you may or may not resonate with all of these suggestions. So I invite you to keep what works for you and leave the rest. Let's get started. Tip one, write it down. I can't begin to tell you guys how therapeutic it's been for me to write down what I'm thinking and feeling when things don't appear to be going so great. I've purchased several notebooks throughout the years. I used to go all out back in those days and purchase these super pricey and expensive journals. But nowadays, I go to the local Target or TJ Maxx and find really nice options for under $5, even a dollar sometimes. Price does not matter. It's about actually jotting down those ideas and expressing yourself. And check this out. Studies have shown that it is more likely to accomplish a list of goals when you write them down. This is because writing helps us to slow down our thoughts and better organize our ideas. So go ahead, write it down. Maybe you want to make a list of goals for the next five years of your life. Or perhaps you can even take it a step further and make a vision board, which can also be a very powerful manifestation tool. As the world-famous novelist C.S. Lewis once said, you can make anything by writing. Tip two, go outside, don't isolate yourself. For some of us, it can be very easy to distance ourselves from other people when times get hard. I for one fall into this category since I happen to have more of an introverted personality. While it may be a good idea to take a time out to self-reflect like I mentioned earlier, excessive isolation may not be the healthiest option if you want to feel better in the long run. I encourage you to reach out to a trusted family member or a close friend who loves and supports you and talk about whatever's going on. He or she may help you see things in a new perspective or share some suggestions that you had not considered. Perhaps you may want to pick up a new hobby, that thing that you always wanted to try before but never got around to doing such as joining a dance class or a running club to get your blood flowing. Maybe you want to meet up with an old friend that you fell out of touch with and catch up on old times. Perhaps you two can go to your favorite museum or watch a funny movie. Are you someone who copes with the winter blues like I do? In that case, it is very important that you go outside and get some fresh air and vitamin D. Studies have proven a direct connection between getting adequate amounts of sunlight and improvements in our mood levels and overall brain function. Tip 3. Self-care 
Now this can mean many different things to a lot of people. To me, self-care means putting my well-being before anything else during a stressful situation in order to function at my highest potential on a daily basis. So how do I take care of myself? I start off by caring for my home since this is my sanctuary. Now that the air is warmer and the birds are chirping, you may want to consider shaking off the winter clutter by purging the place where you live. That's right, my name is Candy and I believe in spring cleaning. What better time than now to purge your closets and throw out or donate some of that extra stuff in those boxes? Mental health experts have found that clutter can lead to feelings of depression. So when it comes to holding on to unnecessary items, in this case, less is definitely more. Another tip is to get the energy of the space moving by rearranging some furniture. You don't have to necessarily give your place a complete makeover, but perhaps a small change can help create a new vibe along with the new season, such as moving your bed to the other side of your room or switching out the bed linen. Move that lamp next to the TV and place it by the dining table. Buy a small plan for your kitchen. You get the drift. If you're able to do so, perhaps you can treat yourself to a relaxing day at the spa. I cannot always add this luxury into my monthly budget. However, I often incorporate spa-like situations in my home, not only by keeping it clean and tidy, but also by incorporating aromatherapy. A couple of years ago, I invested under 30 bucks on an aromatherapy oil diffuser and essential oils. You know, the ones with the changing color lights. I'm so glad that I made this purchase. Not only is color therapy very soothing for me, but I love the various healing effects of my essential oils. And not to mention that they make my home smell great. In the morning, my favorite one to use is sweet orange, since it improves my mood and increases my energy. And at night, after a long day, I prefer lavender, since it helps to promote better sleep by reducing feelings of stress and anxiety. You can also turn your bath time into a very relaxing experience and as an opportunity to reduce negative emotions as well by also using specific scents like the ones I just mentioned, either morning or night, depending on your preferences. Sometimes I like to play relaxing music while taking a shower. And can I tell you that this makes all the difference for me? Hashtag Julio Iglesias. Hashtag Sade, hashtag Nina Simone, hashtag the Gypsy Kings, hashtag Air Supply, hashtag no judging, and hashtag give it a try. Instead of music, you can also listen to your favorite podcast or listen to a guided meditation. I also like to light some candles that can help create a nice ambiance while also providing additional aromatherapy. If you prefer baths, then I also recommend adding your favorite bath bombs or bubble bath. If you're sick or just feeling under the weather, eucalyptus and peppermint are also great scents to consider. Now, these showers of mine are not always this luxurious, but I like to make them extra special at least once a week. Tip 4. Take action. 
It's also important to take accountability for your own happiness. And sometimes what this means is that you're probably going to have to make some new moves that you weren't previously making. Let's look at employment for a minute, since this is such a big priority for most of us. If you are completely in love with your current career, I want to take this opportunity to congratulate you, because this is a true blessing, since you probably wake up excited and happy every day when your alarm goes off at 6 in the morning. But let's say you're unhappy at your job. Are you updating your resume? Are you seeking out a career coach and other resources to help you with your job search? And not all resources have to cost money. Perhaps you have a best friend who can look over your cover letter and resume and share some pointers with you. A second pair of eyes can often catch a small mistake that you may have overlooked. And perhaps he or she can help you practice your interviewing skills if it's been a minute since the last time you had to go out there and look for work. And never forget to be grateful for your current source of income while you're looking for that next professional endeavor. Remember that the grass really does always look greener on the other side. It's easy to forget why most of us left the last job we had and how your current position made you so happy initially until, well, until it didn't. Really think about what this next job will offer that will make it so much better and finally be enough to make you happy. Make a list of your non-negotiables when it comes to your next professional role and keep it as a constant point of reference so that you end up where you truly want to be. Proverbs chapter 22, verses 24 and 25. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Tip five, take inventory. There may be someone out there who is not ready to hear this, but if you want to raise your mood, I urge you to consider surrounding yourself with positive people and to distance yourself from those negative individuals in your life. Yes, even people you may have known for decades or even your entire life may be holding you back from a happier existence. But keeping unhealthy friendships and even negative family members close all of the time, you are likely to also start carrying some of those lower emotions yourself. And even worse, sooner or later, you may start taking on some of their unfavorable qualities and behaviors, even if it was not your intention to do so. So I urge you to ask yourself, what does my inner circle look like? Always be mindful of who you are surrounding yourself with, because whether you believe it or not, energy, both positive and negative, rubs off. If you're facing some challenges, I also suggest that you try and avoid the big party scene for a while. And by that, I'm referring to excessive drinking, staying up late, which then leads to oversleeping. There is nothing worse than waking up with a pounding headache because you're dehydrated from consuming too much alcohol. Perhaps your stomach is upset and you end up losing an entire day of your life just trying to feel better. Not only is this toxic for the body, but it is also unhealthy for the mind because the truth is that at the end of the day, you end up feeling worse than you did before you even went out. Maybe you said things and behaved in a way 
you normally would not because you were under the influence. I'm not saying not to go out, but moderation is the key word here. One alternative is hosting a game night at your place with a few close friends. Remember that keeping it low key can be just as fun. Tip six, self-help books. Before I go, I wanna stress the power of motivational reading as an excellent way to stay positive. And to be honest, this has been key for me. So allow me to share some book recommendations that really made a huge impact in my life over the past decade. The first one is The Power of Determination, edited by John Langan. This book is comprised of 14 short motivational stories of people who decided to take charge of their lives while facing various obstacles. It's a feel good and motivating book and you can Google some free sample pages available at overdrive.com or the entire book is available for purchase on iTunes for $3.99. My next recommendation is a New York Times bestseller, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. This is a quick read, but very powerful and offers a new point of view when it comes to how we behave in the world. This new perspective has helped me to better connect with a greater sense of true freedom and happiness. It took me a long time to getting around to finally reading the four agreements, but I love it. And my last recommendation for today is especially for my female audience, The Confident Woman by Joyce Meyer. Many of us know who Joyce Meyer is, and although this book has a Christian-based focus, it is very practical and anyone of any faith can find the wise words in its pages useful. This book was gifted to me by one of my good friends about 10 years ago, when I was in my 20s, and it helped me to face some of the fears I was holding on to at that time and to focus on being more confident. One of the hardest lessons that I've walked away with is that all of our experiences teach us something valuable. And it is not happening to you, rather yet, it's happening for you. In retrospect, the bad things were often secret blessings because I've built my character from all of these darker times. It's hard, yes, and it hurts, yes, but at the end of the day, the negative times make us stronger. They make us better. Becoming more positive is a daily practice that we get better at over time. You are not alone, even if it may feel like no one else knows what you're going through. It is very important that you reach out to those people who care about you if you're struggling emotionally. Don't forget, life is short, so choose happiness. Choose yourself. Don't forget to please leave a quick rating and review if you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that this episode has helped you in some way. That is why I'm putting myself out there. My goal is to make even a small impact on someone's life who is listening. If you would like more content from me, you may follow me on Instagram at Candy Coffee Combos. 
I welcome your feedback on this podcast via my IG account if you would like to share some thoughts on what you heard today. I invite you to tune in for my next candy coffee combo. And remember that within you lies the power to create anything your mind sees and your heart desires.